Welcome to Prevention Network's podcast, Community Connection. Today, our episode will be focusing on mental health and the holidays. My name is Bethany Riley White. I'm a prevention educator at Prevention Network, and this is Community Connection. Can you believe it's December? Can you believe the holidays are right around the corner? No matter what you celebrate, it's common knowledge that the holidays and this season are stressful. A National Alliance on Mental Illness, or NAMI, study showed that 64% of people with mental illness report that the holidays make their conditions worse. Why? What can we do? Let's talk about it. Why? Why are the holidays so stressful? Why do they cause sadness? Obviously, circumstances play a big part in how and why we experience the holiday blues. But the most common reasons we feel down around the holidays are generalized stress, like due to responsibilities or social interactions, or less time that we have to recharge, physical and mental fatigue, pressures of obligations perceived and real, financial stress, high expectations. We are bombarded with images of happy, joyful people on TV and in media. Family gatherings, Grief of a loved one that has passed, loneliness, and other things that are so out of our control, like not being able to see friends and family, and and pandemic isolation. Man, all of those things are so stressful, and it's no wonder that so many people struggle with anxiety and depression this time of year. What can we do about it? Here's a, a key point from author Nedra Twab that I live by. Self-care is preventative. Aftercare is reactionary. We know that the holidays bring a lot of different, sometimes heavy, sometimes joyful emotions. We know that we might be stressed about money, about obligations, about seeing family. Self-care is preventative. Taking care of ourselves and planning to care for our mental health is critical. What do you love to do? What fills your tank and restores you? Plan to do those things weekly, daily, if you need it, to make sure you are taken care of. For me, I love writing holiday cards. I know it may be weird and holiday cards might be on your list of things that add to your stress in the holiday season. But for me, I love writing addresses on envelopes. It's how I cope with all the emotions and the stress of the holidays and what they bring to my family. That's something seasonally I do to make sure I have time each day to relax. But your self-care doesn't have to be on theme. Go for a walk. Call a friend. Do yoga. Be open to new ways to preventatively take care of yourself. Now, you may be thinking, well, that's great, Bethany, but we are past the point of preventative care. I am stressed out. I am depressed. First, let's take a breath. Yeah, this is tough. Aftercare is what we need to do when we need downtime. When we can't do anything else productive, otherwise we will crumble. What does your aftercare look like? A hot shower? For the record, I'm not talking about showering as a part of your personal hygiene routine. Personal hygiene as self-care could be a whole nother podcast. (laughs) I am talking about a gratuitous, lazy hot shower. Or 
one of my girlfriends recently had a rough week, a really rough week. And by the end of the week, both her and her daughter were so stressed out that they both were not functioning. They practiced aftercare by turning off all electronics. They colored together. They braided hair. They painted nails. They spent much needed quality time together to reconnect and replenish. Aftercare is critical. It is restorative. It is essential during the holidays. I'd love to hear some of your favorite ways to practice self-care and aftercare. What else? What else can we do to ease the stress of the holidays? One way is to make sure our expectations are realistic. Our lives are unfortunately not like a Hallmark Channel holiday movie. Expecting too much from our families, from ourselves, will just set us up for disappointment and stress. Try to identify what your expectations are and then evaluate if they are truly realistic for you and your family. Another way to ease the stress is to practice saying no. You are one person. You are one person in a world that expects everyone to be a million people. There's only so much you can do in a given day, a given holiday, or a given season. Be gentle with yourself. And speaking of being gentle with yourself, if you find yourself participating in self-comparison, take a step back. It's okay. I give you permission to turn off your social media. Find other things to do during the season that will bring you joy. And talk to a mental health professional. Sometimes just checking in with someone who will validate us or give us direction and perspective is what we need. The holidays can be really hard. The winter in central New York can be really hard. And if you're listening from elsewhere, it's just really cold here. So let me complain about it for a minute. (laughs) There's a lot we can do to ease the season and ease the effect it has on all of us. I hope today's podcast was helpful. And as always, we want you to connect with us. Visit our website at preventionnetworkcny.org or visit any of our social media platforms. Thank you for listening to Prevention Network's podcast, Community Connection. And no matter what you celebrate, or if you celebrate this season, I hope this time of year is filled with joy, self-care, and connection.